Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I'm Derek. Derek, how are you? First full week back in the country from Ireland. What's going on? I'm good. Back to regular sleep schedule. Um, nice. You know, recovered from jet lag pretty quickly. Oh, that's good. So no complaints there. Um, <clears throat> did you have yeah. any layovers on your way back? No, we did direct there and back. Oh, nice. Yeah, out of LAX. It was very nice. That's awesome. How long um, is that flight? Uh, Ten hours. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, not bad. Not if too, you're going, like, it's, it's not too bad. It's a lot easier if you're going from LAX to Dublin mm-hmm. because then he typically leaves at night. So, they, mm. so that it gets you there in the afternoon. Oh, that's so cool. like if you just fall asleep, like if you time it right and you stay mm-hmm. up or like wake up and make your day a little bit longer so you're tired on the plane and you sleep during the plane, then you wake up, you have like two hours left and you've already had eight hours of sleep. Yeah, that's you know, smart. It won't be the most restful sleep because it's an airplane, but you know, <laughs> it's still eight hours of like hanging out and, you know, kind of dozing. So yeah, totally. Um, that was, uh, when I flew to Greece, uh, they, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a similar schedule. It was like, uh, it was weird, like <laughs> because of the time zone stuff. Like, so I left, um, I left LAX in like the afternoon. I like three. Uh-huh. And then I land when I landed in Amsterdam after the first stretch, which was like 10 hours, um, Amsterdam, it was like daytime. It was like in the middle of the day. Uh-huh. And then by the time I got to, to Greece, it was like nighttime. So like it was, <laughs> it, it was like, <laughs> so by the I get, time <laughs> I get what you're trying to say, like just how like weird and jarring that is where yeah. you're like, Oh, where you did my lose day track go? Of, yeah. Your body's not sure what time it is. Yeah, or what to exactly. Do. It's like, um, what do I, and it kind of starts to go into panic mode. Cause it's so tired. It's like, what, what do I do? And you're like, Re- yeah. relax. You're, we're fine. Yeah. yeah. My first night in Greece, I, uh, I didn't get much sleep because uh, I had slept almost the entire time on the plane. Oh, and when okay. I got, when I landed, when I finally landed in Santorini, it was like 10 p.m. or something. And so, Your body like, was ready to party. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I ended up falling asleep at like 3 a.m. or something like that. Hey, that's um, fine. But it's fine. You're on vacation. Uh, yeah, whatever. As long as there's stuff to do until 3 a.m., you're good yep. to go. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what, what did uh, you do anything else this past week besides get, get ca- oh. caught up on sleep? What did we do this last week? Uh, nothing really. You know, started Great. going back to the gym. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've been, uh, been working know. out too. <clears throat> yeah, ooh, good. Yeah, I've um, been doing that. It's good for you, so it I is. hear. It's, it is. Um, <laughs> started doing that. Um, what else did I do this week? Um... Just a lot of improv as usual. Yep. Um, nothing out of the ordinary really this week. Went and saw a movie that we're, we'll talk about. Um, what else? Uh, did I watch anything on TV interesting? Oh, I watched um, All Quiet on the Western Front, the remake. Oh, how the was German that? The remake. I need to see that. It's, it's good. I enjoyed it. It's long. Uh, it's very long. Yes, that's what I've heard. Uh, and it's basically like three main uh like action sequences that go on for like 10 minutes a piece and with like 40 like 40 minutes of 
of uh of of movie in between each one. So um but it's it's good. Um I think it's a good setup for I've never seen the original of the of mm, All Quiet on the Western either. Front. Um it's a good way to do a war movie, especially a war about like uh, the like world I think it's it's World War One, right? If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good way to tell that story because essentially the movie follows one character through like his initial enlistment like as like a basically like as a 17 18 year old in in high school Uh and it just follows him through the different conflicts that he's involved in um and we just happen to and and it's very much like we just happen to follow him because he happens to survive (laughs) and so like we're watching him and his evolution of like going from like a sort of like uh propaganda fed like you know young really gung-ho you know sign up person uh, to like basically becoming very very jaded about the whole thing and watching all of his friends die and it's like, super violent. So but like, it's, what I, I hate to say, it, but like what should happen if you're yeah, in 100%, the military? Yeah. <laughs> what often does happen uh, in the military, especially yeah. when pointless wars are being fought? Yes. Um, and it really does kind of point out how kind of pointless that war was and how uh-huh. like. It really was not necessary. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, it, it was just a greedy land grab, man. Like, yeah, it was so bad. I actually think we're in a really good time to like start telling more of those World War II stories, but through like a very honest lens. Yeah, you 100%. know about like w- yeah. with the chemical warfare and show how terrible it actually was. Oh, you dude, know? yeah, it, get it, a horror it, movie it, to direct it, <laughs> right? Uh, this was yeah, this is probably the closest thing we've gotten to that so far. It like it, it's really cool because each. At each uh, each battle that they show, like it's it's a few it's like a couple years in between of time passes mm-hmm. by, and okay. so like you see the the upgrades and the weaponry and stuff like that, oh, and it's like yeah, uh, the, there's some really really insane sequences, like when they when they bring in flamethrowers and yep. and ta- when they see the tank for the first time and they don't know uh-huh. what's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's really crazy. Uh, it's it's good. It's shot really well. Um, all the acting's really good. Daniel Bruhl's in it. Um, Ooh, cool. Yeah, the whole movie is in German, um, but you you know you can oh, subtitle sweet. it or you can watch the dubbed version. Either way, um, it's really good. All the performances are really good. I think the the writing's really good. It's just a very long, uh, kind of like like a very slow paced movie, but it, it's good. Sure, I enjoyed it. I had to watch it over over two nights basically because <laughs> I fell asleep <laughs> uh, watching it the first time, uh, and then I finished up uh, the second night. But it, it's good; gotcha. I enjoyed it. Maybe yeah, that's it what good. I'll do. Sweet. It, it would have right. been an ordeal watching that in theaters. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm glad it was Netflix because that would have been it would have been a lot uh, to watch in a movie theater. But um, yeah, it's nice to be able to get up and stretch and walk around your living room while you like still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be able to pause and kind of just decompress for a second. Like, I'm going to go make um, myself a quesadilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was It was, uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, I've been trying cool. to watch more movies because um, I'm paying for all these damn streaming services, so I'm, like, uh-huh. trying to watch more stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was Yeah, good. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or, at least okay. watch, or at least just watch familiar stuff that I've seen, but just use the streaming services more. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. So shall we jump into some movie news and then we'll, we'll we'll review the movie at the end? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Uh, what do we got in the DMs? Oh, you sent me the Marvels teaser this morning. Yes. Uh, did you? So I'm assuming you watched it. 
Oh, of course I did. <laughs> um, yeah, I what don't do you send think? anything to you without approving it first. <laughs> That's very true. Um, <laughs> I, I think this looks great. Um, uh, your thoughts? I think it looks good, but I'm just not that interested in it. Totally, I get that. You know, you know what I mean? Like, and there's nothing. It's nothing against the. It's nothing against the actors in it. Like, mm -hmm. they're all great in their respective roles. I have no mm -hmm. problem with that. I think that Brie Larson was done dirty with her movie. Like mm -hmm. she could it could have been so much better than it was. Yes, you know, hundred <clears> percent. <throat> the Captain you know, Marvel she, movie kind of felt like an afterthought. It did. It did. Yeah. It was like, oh, we just need to. Oh shoot, we forgot we need to make a movie for this time slot. You <laughs> <Right>. know, <laughs> like, quick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you um, know. Yeah, you know, I think. So, I think the lack was, of excitement I'm feeling. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, oh no, I, no, I, no I it's okay. It's okay. Please go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I, I just want to add to your yes. point. I think the uh -huh. lack of. I, I I agree with you. There's a sort of lack of, of excitement that uh, mm -hmm. I I feel right now, and I think that's because. I just feel so inundated by the Disney machine. Like there's just so much like they're just they're just putting so much stuff out constantly that it's like hard for me to get excited about stuff because every every it's like every day I wake up there's like a new oh, a new trailer <laughs> for this Disney thing and a new thing for this and it's just like oh, you know what I mean? Like I need, I kind of need a break. You know? <laughs> now we're starting to see the evil side of Disney purchasing Lucasfilm and Marvel. Yeah, I feel like a goose being fattened up, like for yeah, you know, <laughs> to be to you be will consume this. I don't wanna. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. No, I yeah I. I also didn't like Ms. Marvel. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and it wasn't that it was bad. I just wasn't the target audience for it. Sure, yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that I have to be being a yep. straight white male. Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> and oh, and oh, and you know, over 30, which is like Yeah, and over 30. <laughs> that, that show was not for about, Yeah, who's know, complaining adults, about. Really. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want it to be for me. Right. It would be weird if it was. Yeah. But I think where I'm at is this movie is just not for me. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. You know, but there therefore there is a lack of excitement about it because mm -hmm. It's not going to be for me, you know? <clears throat> and I'm, yeah, I'll I, still go watch it because yeah. I want to see it. And I want to see if uh -huh. I want to see how, how they how they do it. And if they mm -hmm. just do it really well, because so far for me, the Marvel properties haven't been great, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I want to see how they do. And, uh, you know, I will just go in knowing that I'm not going to be the one that they're trying to impress, which is totally great you know yeah like um yeah i think I, I, the main reason i'm looking i think one of the reasons why the the captain marvel movie felt a little um underwhelming to me is because like we we didn't see uh, captain marvel in a setting where like captain marvel's powers are like really on display um mm -hmm. and uh i think uh this movie i'm interested in seeing because it is it feels different uh just from a a sense like from their powers like mm -hmm. it, it feels like a different kind of thing than like a lot of the other avengers stuff or like marvel stuff that we've been seeing lately like the, I, i'm interested to see like these these characters are very much like uh their power sets are very comic booky and very like cartoony with like uh -huh. the lasers and all and all that kind of stuff so i'm i think that that has the potential to to provide a fresh 
sort of landscape for combat in this in in sort of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we haven't seen quite yet because there's been a lot of like with Black Panther and and um, uh, Shang Chi there's been a lot of like hand to hand kung fu type um, martial artsy kind of movies and so I'm excited to see like. Uh, there's we get a couple glimpses of some fight scenes in this and where they're shooting lasers at each other and it all looks really good so I'm excited to see the sort of the palette for Marvel combat be expanded toward toward yeah. more like you know like galactic kind of uh, that power set um, yeah. so that that is a one element of it that's uh, that's exciting to me I'm also excited about yeah. the 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 element that like it's hinted at I mean it's it's hinted at before this trailer and in this trailer they kind of double down on it but the idea that their their powers are entangled. And uh, until they can figure out how to rectify that, like every time they use their powers, uh, they switch places, which I think is very funny. Uh, and I'm excited to see how that plays out in combat, because I think there's a potential to do some really cool stuff with that. Um, yes. Some really interesting fight sequences where they're like popping in and out of, you know, different locations. So I think that could be really fun. Um, that being said, yeah, I, um, uh, I, I, Ms. Marvel, I enjoyed fine, but it, again, yeah, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't the target demo for that. Um, hopefully the, I, 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 Marvel tends to try to go four quadrants with their, with their like theatrical releases. So hopefully this delivers on that. Um, and it doesn't have to, but I would like for it to. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. It's good to see. Um, I, you know what? I will say one more thing. I'm really excited that uh, Samuel Jackson seems to be enjoying himself still in these movies, um, mm -hmm. which I think is good. Um, I, I like him being in these movies because I think uh, on sort of like a meta level, it's kind of comforting to me to see someone of that stature in these movies who's like consistently down to be a part of them <laughs> because yeah. I think it just kind of grounds these movies in, into into like something tangible to have like a recognizable beloved you know movie star in in a lot of in a lot of them i think he kind of like a mega star yeah yeah mega star yeah i think he brings something really special to these movies um that like is hard to find elsewhere um so yeah i'm, I'm glad to see sam jackson running around and i'm glad he's like uh for someone who's put in so much work throughout his career playing a lot of different you know side characters and stuff like that i mean he's led a couple f films but for the mm -hmm. most part he's made his he's made his money playing you know like side characters i'm glad that he's like getting the opportunity to make a shit ton of money and be in all these movies that's really cool for him oh yeah totally um, have action figures of himself made like exactly dude, that's, that's so cool. awesome that's really awesome yeah it's so cool yeah <laughs> So, uh, someone who's literally started off his career like playing drug addicts and stuff like that is now like, you yeah, know, dude. a household name and has an action figure and stuff like that. I think that's really cool. What um, movie was he in recently that I was watching that I was like, oh shit, it's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, he's he's great, dude. He's he's a national treasure. It was like uh, some gangster movie where he played some heroin addict, and I was like, yeah. what? Like, that he was, was like super... all he did for like the first yeah. five years of his career. Dude, yeah. and I looked it up, and I was like, oh my god. Like... Yeah. yeah. No, he's he's great, man. So uh, I'm excited that he's still around doing doing all these uh, doing all these movies. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this... Uh, I, I, I will say I'm excited because I don't know what this movie is going to be about. Uh, so that that's yes. always good. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that's I hate I going into a movie I'm, knowing exactly what it is. <laughs> right, and that's what I was going to say I'm excited about it, mm -hmm. is that I have no idea what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is going to be fun, you know? It'll at least be fun and entertaining on the on sure. the front where it's like, oh, like, let's see what this is, you know, what they have, what story they want to tell for us. 
Yeah. And and it just by this teaser alone, it, it, it seems to me that there was a lot more money and time put into this than say Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oh my god. <laughs> just the opening sequence alone where we're in uh, in space and and uh, Monica Rambo and um Kamala Khan switch places. Like it, it just the way space looks and their suit like the visual yeah. effects all look really good. Um so uh yeah, this is where <laughs> I would have imagine to if yeah. the Marvels took another hit on yeah. a four quadrant like space again. Yeah. Then no one would want to go. Like exactly. you know what I mean. Like it would yeah. completely hurt their audience. Yep, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, so that's the Marvels uh, that comes out November, probably around Thanksgiving of this year, um, which is not that far away. <laughs> did you see that we're also supposed to get Craven the Hunter this year? Um, yeah, I did see that. I know they were filming that uh, like a year or two ago. Uh, I didn't know that they had. I didn't know what the future of that movie uh, held. I didn't know if they were going to continue it or, or, or shelve it. But I saw a thing apparently where they're it was doing a, it. I, I saw a timeline where it was on the release slate for this year. Well, there we go. Um, yeah, I, I think like, that kind of wow, tracks from when they were doing production, though, because I remember seeing photos of like Aaron Taylor Johnson running around like maybe as early as like two years ago. That's my true. my concept of time with movie stuff is like way off. Oh, because it's completely we're constantly being. <laughs> Being shown random obliterated. Shit. Yeah. yeah, like it's just it shuffles. It's it's yeah. based not based on time. It's based on project. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I would imagine we're gonna see that soon. Um, cool. What else we got in the DMs here? Where you want to go to next? Uh, Maxine, the uh, sequel and and final part in the trilogy of mm-hmm. X and Pearl is coming out. Yeah, I, I man, I gotta watch these movies. Uh, if if they're uh, if they've done well enough to warrant two sequels, um, then I must uh, I must be missing out on something. <laughs> you and me, you and me both. So yeah. I'm gonna fix that and watch them both. Like when yeah. I can, I can't watch them this week. Sadly, we're going out of town this week, and I'll be spending my time with my niece. Not sadly. I'm looking forward to it. Sadly, um, I'll be spending time with my niece. <laughs> but that, but that unfortunately means that I won't be able to watch any horror movies or any adult movies for a while. Mostly, uh, so when I come back next week, I'll have all the uh, Disney movies that I watched lined up for you. Okay, there you go. I'm interested to see what Disney. Which is specifically why I have not been watching kids movies or Disney movies lately, is so that when I watch them, that they're fresh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, this Maxine movie, um, the cast has been announced. Uh, Mia Goth is re- is returning, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Bacon, Giancarlo Esposito, Lily Collins, Michelle Monaghan, and uh, singer Halsey are all part of the cast now, uh, which is a big cast. Um, these movies must be doing well because uh, yeah. that cast sp- screams budget to me. So <laughs> yeah, well they've they both the first two ones didn't have much and right. then this one now like they've seen what this guy can do like he's going to be an up and comer for sure yeah cuz um, the uh, writer and director oh there we go yeah um, so. i'm assuming this is still being made by a24 uh um, which is i would assume so they've done the other ones yeah okay cool um let's see what else we got here um we got a lot of Star Wars stuff. Oh yeah, they had the big Star because Wars celebration Star Wars, event. Star Wars celebration, yes. Did I was you see say Star the, uh, Wars reveal weekend? Yeah. Did you see the Ahsoka trailer? I did. 
Yeah, that looks fun also. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, Ray Stevenson is around. I know, with a beard. <laughs> with a beard, yeah. <laughs> um, I think his look looks great. Uh, a bunch of he orange lightsabers. He's playing, so from what I heard was those orange lightsabers, which uh-huh. now I have to get one, a kyber <laughs> yeah. crystal that turns my lightsaber orange from yeah. Disneyland because I'm uh-huh. a nerd. Um, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I proudly wear that badge, man. Yeah. Like I've been wearing it since I was a child. Now I'm yeah. just like, yeah. I, yeah, I am. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Big Wolf want to fight about it. Yeah, Big Wolf want to fight about it. Like, yeah. I look 10 years younger because I don't treat life seriously. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I want an orange lightsaber crystal now because they are not Sith. They are dark Jedi. Mm-hmm. So they're dark f- force using Jedi, but they haven't turned into Sith yet. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Which I'm like, that is tight. Yeah, that's awesome. They're kind of like I'll probably those will probably be my favorite characters out of any new Star Wars thing. Like I'm gonna guarantee I'm gonna walk away from that being like more of that. Yeah. I want a movie based on that. I want comic books. Like let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that that sounds awesome. I think this looks great. Um, I'm excited for this. Uh, the that I think this looks like it has some money dumped into it, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's some good-looking fight scenes in this. Uh, yeah, yep. I'm super stoked for this. Um, this is the type of Star Wars stuff I want. Like, just mm-hmm. kind of like tell just new stories. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Let's yeah. get away from the Skywalker stuff. Like, exactly. I want to see more stories out in the universe of Star Wars. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like. Yeah, I like I like that we're that the Ahsoka one will show us kind of what a Jedi Knight does on their own. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like cool. Like I want to see that. I want to see Jedi Knights questing. And I think that's I think they know that, which is what they're going to be giving us in a lot more. Like I think the Acolyte and mm-hmm. um, like the new movies that they're slated to come out. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, I think they're going to give us more of that, like, adventures in Star Wars as opposed to, like, these big, like, set-up trilogies, which we don't really need, you know? Yeah, yeah we, uh, there was a, speaking of the Acolyte, there was a teaser, but that wasn't released online, but uh, mm. apparently that looks... At- it was just, just uh, in the room. Uh, oh, thing. celebration. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Carrie Ann Moss is in that, though. That's really cool. Oh, I love she's- her. Yeah, I'm glad that she's doing other stuff. God, I had um, the biggest crush on her when I was in eighth grade and The Matrix came out. Yeah. It's going to date yeah. myself, but like. Yeah. No. But that's, like, that's, dude. Yeah. Whoo. Yeah, with she that, definitely. With that haircut. Yes. Mm, mm-hmm. Get out of here. And the goth look. That was yep. literally the first time I was like, oh, I'm into goth women. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what this is. <laughs> oh, that's what this is. Um. Yeah, no. Acolyte sounds really cool. Um, that sounds like it's going to be like a straight up kind of Star Wars martial arts movie, which I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to. Which is going to be awesome. Yeah, that is. Here's very what you cool. do. That's where you put blind Donnie Yen. Exactly. exactly. As a blind Jedi in Star Wars, so he's fully unhindered, so he can still do all of his crazy moves, but he's blind, so it adds this cool extra element where he just uses the Force to see. Which, like, come on, who doesn't want to watch a show like that? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Or a um, movie. Like, I would watch an entire movie based off of Blind Jedi Donnie Yen. Oh, 100%. Or Blind um, Dark Jedi Donnie Yen. Oh! Mm-hmm. Stop! Get out of here! <laughs> There's also a movie called uh, Skeleton Crew that's coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that's supposed to be like a an Amblin-style Spielbergian Star Wars story about uh, a bunch of young people 
on a ship that's trying to make a journey across the galaxy. Um, E.T. kind of vibes, uh, but Star Wars, which great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, I think the world needs that kind of comedy right now. Sure. hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, just watch yeah. a bunch of bumbling teenagers be like, oh, God, how do we survive in space? But they're yeah, actually, like, okay with it, you know? Exactly. pretty good at it. And we haven't really explored much of that in Star Wars. Like, what are the young people like in Star Wars? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what are teenagers like? Well, we have, but they always show up very Disney-fied. Yeah. Like, the kids in the multicolored Vespa scooters in right. uh, Boba Fett, where you're like, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is so... It's too much Disney, not yeah. enough Star Wars. Like, 100%, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, get, totally. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like even even in the prequels it's like they take they take young Anakin away and there's like no there's like no other young people in the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's just this kid and a bunch of old adults. <laughs> this Dude, is he weird. marries one after a while. <laughs> yeah, which, exactly. And everyone's just fine with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh, I'm trying to think there was one other Star Wars thing that's coming. Uh, James Mangold is to, is right. going to direct a movie about the origins of the Jedi. Right. That's right. That's what I was thinking of. And it's supposed yes. to be like a biblical epic kind of vibe. Dawning of the Force set yeah. before the Old Republic. He describes it as a biblical epic. Right. Which yeah. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. That sounds let's do fun. Proto-lightsabers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, that would yeah. be fun. I, I do... I, if there's one element of Star Wars that like I'm particularly interested in, it, it is like sort of like the mythical like kind of lore, religious kind of stuff in Star Wars. I think that stuff's actually pretty interesting. So um, I'm looking forward to this for sure. Dude, yeah. Take me to, like, if I'm not mistaken, there's, like, a Jedi-Sith war at one point. Take me mm -hmm. to that. Yeah, let like, me see that. Let me see that because there's going to be spies on both sides. So let me see, mm -hmm. like, the the good Jedi going into the Sith, right. you know, <laughs> infiltrating the Sith as a Sith, you know, apprentice, yeah. and then vice versa. And it's like, oh, come on. Like, let's watch until it boils to a head and everybody goes to all-out Jedi war. Like, let, like let's see that. Yeah, yep. Um, uh, speaking of movies that will probably have wars in them, uh, the Mandalorian universe is going to that that those stories that they're telling are going to come to a close with a film um, directed by Dave Filoni, which I love, and I yeah. hope that with the good with the good stories that they tell for Star Wars, like Ahsoka, seems like it mm -hmm. might be one of those, like Andor, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hope all of their franchises they do it and they end it in a movie. I think that's a good way to, to go it's about it. Great sure. way to do it because then you have you can set up all this stuff and you can make the movie where it's like people that haven't seen it can kind of like get filled in by their friends, you know, mm -hmm. or they can it'll encourage people to go back and watch it, and then you've got the movie for the fans that's like okay now we have like the big story that we can pack a bunch into with a bigger budget and then we can really do it right for the send off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think a a, a Mandalorian movie uh, could be really cool I think they're setting up the stage for something really cool like now that we're seeing all of the the Mandalorian like the different kinds of Mandalorians that are still around and stuff like that mm -hmm. I think there, there could be a cool thing May I don't know what that movie's going to be maybe it's like a war to take back the Mandalorian planet or whatever I don't know what it is but I'm super stoked uh, for I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do with all those Mandalorians with a movie budget yes um, I, all the jetpacks and, and all of that. I think they should be really cool. Just the pure ass kicking. Yeah. <laughs> that is headed to ever 
who yep. stands in this army this this army that they're building like this yep. army's way like and i love that they're just built now they have a fleet and it's yep. like they're yep. starting to like build like some legit like oh crap like yeah some firepower and some like take us seriously like and yeah. i love that they're getting set up to go back and take mandalore back and it's just like oh do not do not stay like just yeah. leave it's their planet and they're gonna make sure you know like, yeah, and, and hopefully, hopefully, I mean, there's been this image going around. It's like a fan concept drawing of Grogu in Mandalorian armor, and I hope we see that uh, at some point. <laughs> little 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 baby Mandalorian armor. Um, yeah, I think I think Grogu's going to figure into. Um, hopefully, is going to figure into the greater Star Wars universe in in a big yes. way. Oh, he's um, going to be a longtime character. Yeah, that you know will have many adventures that we get to grow along with him from you know from the time that he was a baby and then we'll see him as an adult as a jedi mandalorian Mm -hmm. hybrid and we're all gonna be like what (laughs) yeah i wonder who's gonna voice him at at, like when he starts speaking at some point god i hope it's it's anyone anyone (laughs) can do it yeah exactly god i hope it's me (laughs) um yeah, I wonder if he'll. I wonder if he'll speak with like the Yoda speech pattern. Yeah, probably. He might. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, yeah, I, I think the Mandalorian. There's some. There, even though I'm not in love with the current season, uh, I think there's some potential to do some cool stuff yeah. with these characters. Current season, we can talk about that real quick. It's, sure. Yeah. Because I just caught up last night. Okay. It's good. Uh-huh. But it's dragging its feet, hundred percent right now. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't have that much space left to fill, and you've set up some pretty big swings. Like, yeah, you need to start making like yeah. the the episodes need to start having a point, and like right. a big point every time. You know, it feels like they're circling they're circling the the runway. It's like just yeah. land, just land this plane. You know yeah, what I it's mean? fine. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. great. Like get get to it. You know, like. I'm yeah. all for the adventure, but like yeah. when you have set up the when you've set the show up the way you have, then right. going to like weekly adventures, it's like no, <laughs> right. no, no, you have some work <laughs> yeah. to do, yeah, and uh, you know, and if you're you know, and it's probably all setting up for next season, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm just like, of course, you junkie dealers. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. But uh, you know, I I don't know. Yeah. I, I I want it to hurry up, but at the same time, I'm like, whatever. Like, yeah. Who totally. who am I? Yeah, like, it feel it feels a little less. Um, the storytelling feels a little less inspired than the than the previous yeah. season. It feels mm-hmm. a little bit more like okay, we need to get you know eight eight episodes of this out. Uh, let's figure out. You know, we've got two solid episodes of this. Now let's figure out six other ones and give them yeah. something to do. And uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, and, no, and I totally everyone working on it is super talented. So, like, the episodes are fun and enjoyable. But it's like, uh, some, this just doesn't feel as, like, but motivated as the last. You know what I mean? It's if you study storytelling. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. where the cracks start coming. If you're just here sure. to be like, yeah, I like it. Yeah, woo. Like, most people are like, Mandalorian this week. Yeah, go for an adventure. Woo, look at him going. It's like hot rod machine. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, cool. It's fine. You know, not that those yeah. people are stupid, you know, right. for liking that. That's great. That's what it's for. But when you but when you tear it apart as a story like you and I do. <laughs> yeah. 
and yeah. we know film and we know the the art of filmmaking mm-hmm. it's like you can see where it's like why are you dragging your feet you set right. yourself up for some really amazing hardcore episodes but like you're just kind of now you're giving us filler like right. what is what are you doing totally you know yeah so that's that's kind of where i'm at with it um so yeah we'll see i mean we'll see what they end up how the rest of the season plays out i think we have what three or four more episodes i think so yeah yeah something like that if they don't take back mandalore by the end of the season <laughs> i'm gonna be very disappointed not mad just like i'm just disappointed in you mandalorian right totally um is I that better of you what other uh did we talk about oh okay so no we still have a few more things in the dms i think here. yeah i think so uh andor season two arrives august 2024 cool can't wait um, so ready yep <laughs> could um, we speed that up please <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i would like that um daisy ridley is returning to star wars in a movie set after rise of skywalker um all right Okay, I don't think we need it, but <laughs> we don't need that. And nothing against Daisy Ridley. No, like, not she at all. did a great job with what she was given and all that stuff. I just, I'm so tired of the Skywalker storyline being 100%. a thing. It's like just be let them let them all just go away, and we can set up new people, and they'll mm-hmm. be also just as interesting and fun as exciting. Here, give us a couple more years, and we can find you a Han Solo replacement. Right. <laughs> Um, uh, there was a, another Indiana Jones trailer released. Looks, looks great. Looks fine. Looks like an Indiana Uh, Jones trailer. Yep. Looks like Indiana Jones. There's some, uh, Harrison Ford is around. Um, apparently Chad Stahelski, uh, director of John Wick films and other things, um, was asked to come in and talk about a Marvel project. Uh, he said he didn't think it was the right fit, nor was it the right timing because he still had to finish John Wick. Um, uh, but he can't be more gracious and more thankful. That's flattering. If Marvel calls and offers you a gig, at least you're on the radar. Um, yeah, that makes sense. He's a uh, his movies have done extremely well financially, and he's a very competent action director. I would say he's an ex- excellent ac- action director. I would so say I could... he was he's in the Hall of Fame for action yeah, directing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so it makes sense that Disney would be at least having conversations with him about uh, d- directing something. Um, yeah, we, we talked in the DMs about what it might be. Um, Blade was thrown around. Thrown around. Yep. I think that would have been cool. Um, Dude, a... a uh, Chad Stahelski Blade, directed Blade movie, using, mm-hmm. like, the John Wick, like, style of, like, filming yeah. and fighting. Yeah. Oh, give me chills. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch him car and make it rated R, so he can like carve up vampires, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I could see. Take this us guy on really a do- ride, man. Like yeah. that's what we want to see. We want to see someone just like go nuts. Yeah, I think Daredevil could be cool. With this guy, I think. Yes. Midnight Suns could be cool. Uh, a a a standalone Ghost Rider movie could have been really cool with this guy. That like, would be so really ma- cool. Like yeah, there's so many characters. I think he would have been he would have been great for Punisher. Um, Punisher would be would be amazing. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think this guy will end up doing some kind of superhero stuff eventually. Oh, I mean, his action stuff's too good. Um, well, now that John Wick is done. Yep. Now that John Wick's done, and I think he's it still frees. on their radar. Like guaranteed, True. guaranteed. The minute mm-hmm. he wrapped filming, they probably called him and were like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, so, so you're free now, now right?" Yeah. 
<laughs> like guaranteed they called him. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this was big news, uh, especially in my world. Uh, the UFC and WWE have merged um, under a single brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U- uh, the WWE sold uh, its majority ownership to the Endeavor company, which also owns UFC, and they're merging that brand into something new. They haven't. Uh, uh, they'll still operate individually. Uh, I listened to a little bit of the interview that was done on. C- I think it was on MSNBC or CNBC, one of those. Um, with Ari Emanuel, who's the head of Endeavor, and Vince McMahon. Uh, Vince McMahon, who's, uh, if you haven't seen it by now, uh, has <laughs> is sporting a completely new look. He has dyed his hair jet black and uh, oh, has, no. a pen- has a pencil-thin mustache. <laughs> no, no, I am looking looks this up insane. right now. <laughs> he lo- just type in Vince McMahon mustache, and you'll see it. Uh, he looks insane. He looks Dude, like... it's uh, the first autofill. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he looks like some sort of creepy like 1930s gangster. Yeah. He looks a little bit like Gomez Adams. He does. <laughs> um <laughs> I can't believe that's him. Errol Flynn vibes, a Walt yeah, Disney which, vibes. Yeah, oh. Some Walt yes. Disney vibes. Um John Waters a little bit. Little John Waters in there, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, WWE sold, and they're going to be uh, merging. They're still going to operate individually, but they are essentially the same um, company now. They're under the same umbrella. Um, so look for. I mean, I don't think that's going to change much for WWE's like day to day programming or anything. But I think it does. Uh, 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 it does raise the potential of more UFC MMA stars like becoming WWE stars. Um, I think that that pipeline has already existed, of course, with Ken Shamrock and Brock Lesnar, Ronda um, Rousey, Ronda Rousey. Um, so I think this is that's going to only continue that um, that trend, and I think that could be really good for pro wrestling, uh, add some more legitimacy to it, because um, Brock Lesnar is honestly one of the biggest stars of WWE of all time. In, in in that you know he started his career in UFC, so I think this could this could be really that's cool, an beneficial for both of them. Scary fighter. Yeah, he's in. He, yeah, he's a dude. Have you watched Brock Lesnar's fights? Yes, he's insane. No, like like that guy's like gigantic, getting, dude. It's like getting hit with a train. Yeah, it's like fighting a tiger. You know, it's it, like it, I just yes, <laughs> it is. Like he's almost the size of a tiger. Like I mean, he's yeah. not like eight feet long, but like he's a tall man and he's like two fifty. Like yeah, all muscle. Like that's yeah. massive. Like that's a wall. I don't want to fight that. Yeah, it's terrifying uh, that men like him. Yeah, exist. that is, is scary. It, it is scary. Um, other you Star see that Wars man movies. in like medieval battle. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, you see that man in medieval battle just coming at you with like just in plate armor? Like I would, I would wet myself. Like there is yeah. no other. I would curl, I would curl up on the ground and just start crying. Yeah, like absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, um, he must not be a good actor because uh, uh, I, I, it's surprising to me that he hasn't been in like more movies. Um, or he just, just might not want his to. Look. Yeah, he might not want to. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, I could because uh, man, I'm, why has no one made a Viking movie with Brock Lesnar in it? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> he's gigantic and so Norwegian. You know what I mean? 
He's massive. He's so Scandinavian. (laughs) (laughs) He's a giant Scandinavian man. Oh my gosh. When we were in Ireland, it was really funny. We went to the, one of the museums and, um, AJ and I were walking around and she was talk, asking me questions about like Vikings and the invasion of Ireland and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, they were just better equipped with their weapons and they were bigger. And she was like, well, how much bigger? And I was like, oh. I was like, well, we were walking by a skeleton and I was like, well, that's the Irish. Like, I was like, that's like the standard Irish person. And it's like five foot three, mm-hmm. you know. And then <laughs> upstairs later, there's another skeleton and it's 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 a uh, Viking, and she uh-huh. goes and it's like six foot three and like yeah. you, like when you see it put in perspective like that, she was like, oh my god, and I was like, exactly, like yeah. that's why they won. They were bigger and scarier and mm-hmm. angrier and like yeah, had and better angrier. weapons. <laughs> and, dude, and uh, uh, and those dudes were like on like mushrooms and shit, so they were like, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. They were so when insane. you cut them, they're just like, "Oh yes, give me the pain. I worship the living God." Then you're just like, "Oh my god." Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, those, those dudes are scary. Like imagine arrows being... don't kill them. <laughs> imagine growing up in a small village in Ireland and you've never seen anyone taller than like five eight, and then yeah. and then a ship like a bunch of ships pull up and everybody on that ship is over six feet tall. But they're wearing <laughs> boiled leather and chainmail and got axes and swords and the metal is shinier and stronger than anything you've ever seen and the one tough guy of your village that goes to stride out to be like stop it right there they just chop through his freaking sword you're just like what the fuck (laughs) oh man what a horrible time to be alive dude i'm so (laughs) glad we live now like i prefer to live in the future yeah when we're we're a little bit more tolerant but like now's fine i have nice dent dentistry my teeth are good so we're yeah exactly i can shower every day it though everything if i step outside it doesn't smell like horse manure or dead like rotting animal carcasses so we're pretty good i don't constantly have to worry about uh, a horde of people with swords coming after me every day <laughs> or or being attacked by a bear the minute yeah, i leave exactly. my house <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh man that's funny uh, in other Star Wars news, uh, Lucasfilm and Donald Glover are uh, talking about, in quotes, uh, the Lando Calrissian Star Wars series. Um, that's another thing I think could be really cool. Uh, like, I'd just give it a shot. Have, yeah, like especially if it's yeah. like not super Star Warsy, and it's just like about this guy, like in his hijinks in his corner of the galaxy. You know what I mean? <laughs> make make it an intergalactic heist movie. Exactly, I'd be super into that. And we've got the pilot. You know yep. what I mean? Like, But <laughs> exactly. don't use that as a chance to put a new Han Solo cameo in. Do not. Yeah, do not. Leave don't. him out of it. Just leave him out of it. <laughs> no more Han Solo stuff. Uh, um, but I would like to see Lando Calrissian. I did not see the movie that uh, Donald Glover was Lando in. However, I heard excellent mm-hmm. things about his performance. Yeah, no, he's great. I think Donald Glover has a quality about him that's like he's kind of effortlessly interesting and effortlessly cool, and I think that's what you need for Lando. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's I think that's per- it's perfect casting. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, that from them. Um, cool, right on. Do make it. it like an Ocean's Eleven style, like slick level heist movie, but in space. Mm-hmm. That would yeah, be I think awesome. that'd be great. Um, we got some photos of uh, Lady oh, yeah, Gaga jo- on the Joker set, which has which has wrapped production now. Mm-hmm. Yep, 
Or um, wrapped filming, I think. Yeah, this looks fine. Uh, it's a musical, so I'm interested to see what comes of this. Um, looks fine to me. I don't mind how they look. I think it's it works for the, the type of world that these Joker movies take place in. Um, yeah, I'm fine. I'm curious as to what uh, Lady Gaga's accent or voice is going to be like in this. Yeah, me too. When she's speaking, because uh, she sometimes makes big choices. Uh, so <laughs> there is uh, one thing you could say about Lady Gaga, and yep. it is that she does make big choices. Like she yes. doesn't go small. Yep. Which I uh, I respect. You know? I do respect, like, and she can get act. after it. Uh, she, she did well in A Star Is Born. I think she had no business being that good in that movie. No. Um, so yeah, I'm curious to see. And Joaquin Phoenix, of course, she is was great. The, she was the most interesting part in that movie. Oh, 100%. The rest um, of it, I was kind of like, eh. I prefer yeah. the Chris Christopherson one. Yeah, it felt really paint by numbers uh, in a lot yeah. of ways. But uh, Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she's good in it. Uh, I think she'll yeah, be good in fine. this. I like Joaquin Phoenix, obviously. And uh, yeah, excited to see that. Um, what else we got here? That's uh, we pretty talked much about, it. That's it for this week. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, any more news stories you want to hit before we get into the movie? No, not really. Everything we okay. covered, we're good. Um, yeah, DMs are done. Here. Um, looking here through just some movie stuff quickly on coming soon. Um, Bad Bunny says uh, the El Muerto movie is reportedly at a standstill. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I think uh, sort of Marvel's, the Sony, the Marvel side of Sony is trying to figure out what they're going to do. Um, oh, yeah. So they're 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 trying to figure that out. Um, Catch up, kids. Yeah. Um, or just hey, make it easier on yourselves and just to, like let Marvel just do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You'll make money uh, either way. True. Um, doesn't look like there's much else here. Yeah, I think uh, I'm cool to just jump into reviewing the movie if you are. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um. We saw a movie this week. We saw uh, Dungeons and Dragons: uh, Honor Among Thieves. Um, I did not. Ha- <laughs> I did not. This is a movie that the advertising really worked on me. Uh, I was not particularly interested in seeing this movie just based on like the name and cast alone. Um, but when I saw the teaser, uh, and I saw that it was a comedy, and that the and the jokes that were in the teaser actually really landed for me. I was like, okay, I'll give this a chance. And then once I started to see all the reviews and it has like a 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, on both sides. I was, yeah, I was like, what is happening with this movie? It's like mid-90s <laughs> on both sides. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I was like, well, that I have to see me it too. now. I woke up yeah. and was like, I think I'll just check what it's a what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I have to, I feel like I had to see it at that point. Oh, um, yeah, you're compelled to. If it's that good, no matter yeah, what the movie is, if it's that, like, yeah. like hammered, like, home, like, on the charts, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I whatever it is. I don't care if it's, like, Blues Clues the movie. I'm like, yeah. I have to go see it. Like, if it's, if it's critics and, and audiences are like, everything's amazing. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so what, that, was, that's what, that was my expectations kind of going mm-hmm. in. What about you? Sure. How did you feel about the movie leading up uh, to it? As, I'm kind of like you. As the movie came out, mm-hmm. and, and granted, I'm a little biased because I play D&D every week. Right. So, right. you know, um, 
my character died twice last night. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was once was a calculated risk, and then I was brought back, and the other one I was knocked unconscious by um, the big bad of the campaign, and mm-hmm. uh, then I was brought, you know, reawakened, um, but very, very much not wanting to fight anymore. Um, mm-hmm. We should play sometime, dude. I'll bring up my stuff. It would be fun. We yeah, should get some people I'd be together. Down. Be fun. I'd be super be down. Yeah. I've never if played guys, before. If but you're I, willing I, to play and you're willing to work with me on the play, and I'll make it easy too. Like it'll be, it'd be super yeah. fun. I could, we could yeah, breeze through it in I'm a down. couple hours. I've got a whole like adventure set up. It, that'd be fun. Um, but anyway, so I'm a little bit biased because mm-hmm. of, you know, I play the game, and mm-hmm. um, the thing about the game is that it's hard because it's such a personalized thing for being the game that you right. don't really have. Um, if you're just looking from a game standpoint, it's you create your own character. So there's really no not these through characters, and the DM creates these other characters. So there's really not these through characters that exist that you could base off of movies off of. Now there are like books and comic books and stuff like that where there's a whole like section of other characters, and that's where they're getting these from. Um, but it's you know, I think that's where. Like the previous D- Dungeons and Dragons movies have failed is because there wasn't a body of work to like draw from, and now that they have that, right. where there are the hardcore fans that read the stuff, which now I'm like, maybe I should start reading these books, um, right? Uh, now that there's like that background to draw from, they can actually start making their own properties. And I was excited that they were making the movie, but I didn't expect much from it, you know. It mm-hmm. felt kind of like, a, oh, you got a mass release on something that will be a B-plot movie and or something that should have been released to like DVD but with really good graphics. Mm-hmm. And I was sorely mistaken, and I was wrong, <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved this too. I thought it was a um, – it's a throwback movie in a lot of ways to me. Um, mm-hmm. It is a – because, I mean, this movie is – you know, a lot of movies that come out that are sort of like the action comedy or like fantasy comedy movies, they kind of lean heavy one way or the other. And I think this movie kind of gets both of them right. It it leans a little bit more comedy, obviously, but I think it it, yeah. it when it needs to be an adventure movie, it feels very adventure. The they yes. don't skimp on any of the action. Like there's really good action in this. Oh. Um there's all the effects look good. Sequences. Dude, all the effects look amazing. The, the, mm-hmm. the CGI looks great. All of the practical effects look great. There's a lot of, like, dudes in suits, like, in costumes in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, practical puppets and stuff like that that all just looked... This movie kind of reminds me of, like... Like, it, it, it's a throwback to those, like, those 90s kind of, like, Disney live-action movies. But it's just, like, done with today's budgets and technology. Like, it's really good. It's yeah. fun. Like kids can enjoy this. Adults can enjoy yeah. this. Well, that's what I was telling one of my friends. He was like, "How was it? Can I?" And his son's a little on the younger side. Yeah. But he was like, you know, could he watch it? And I was like, honestly, I think he'd be fine. Like, yeah. You know, it's not like there's scary parts, but I'm putting that in quotes. But it's not right. scary enough to be like, oh no, you know, like totally. You know, it's just. You know, it's the only scary part I could think of was with the, you know, the raising of the corpses. But other than right. that, you know, something that would really affect a kid. But other than that, it's just, it's like a superhero movie. You yeah, know? totally. There's nothing totally. wrong with it. There's just, you know, yeah, it's and, not scary. And, and for, totally. And for someone who doesn't 
obviously I don't play Dungeons and Dragons and I don't know all the specifics and all of that. I got the sense that there was plenty of like Easter eggs and fan servicey elements to it, but it, the movie wasn't bogged down in that by any way, mm-hmm. by any like any means. Right. Like I don't think it was like it never became a distraction. Like oh, we're just following this character because they're in the game, or like blah blah blah. blah. I never got right. that sense. It's just like the storytelling was really effective, and I think um um like expeditious. Like I don't think we were wasting time doing anything, or like it all felt no. really cohesive and. There were things that were set up in the beginning that were paid off later that I thought were really good. Yep. <laughs> the jokes were all funny. Like it, it was just a good movie. Like <laughs> I was like, no, the minute the I will say this, and I don't honestly say this about a lot of movies, but the minute it ended, I was like, I want another one. Yes, hundred percent. I was like, I would like to see these characters. I was do like, more I want to see another one, but like, I <laughs> yeah. would like to see it done differently. Make it a little darker. Make it, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's this dark elf character named Drizzt. That mm-hmm. um, is like the big one that everybody's like, oh my god, he's like this right. dual sword wielding like ranger badass mm-hmm. that everybody's like, oh, he's the coolest. So I'm yeah. like, I'm like, work him into a story. That would be fun watching some adventures with him. You know, like, yeah. let's see, let's come on, like, let's see this. Like, it's we're I think we're 100 percent getting a sequel. <laughs> oh yeah, and the yeah, other thing, even if even if we even if it wasn't with the same characters, I still think it right. would be successful because I think what they've yeah. done and what they're doing. And if they play their cards right, what they should do is just make it an anthology series or like a sometimes we follow the same characters, sometimes these characters intermingle. So it's like a group of adventurers that take place. So it's like who's going to be on the adventure today, you know, that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that all kind of world build it, but don't have Mm -hmm. like, don't have it like, well, this is just with these people. You know what I mean? Like. You can have them blend in and you know start it out, but then have them kind of like the Avengers is doing now, where it's like you're blending people in and you know totally. kind of having other people show up. And even if it's as like a cameo capacity of like, well, we gotta go talk to my friend real quick, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, it's Michelle Rodriguez, you know, and yeah. everybody's like, Woo! Yeah. and then she's totally. like, oh yeah, you gotta go find this stone. I don't know where you know legend has it. Blah blah blah. And they're like, thanks, Michelle Rodriguez, and then they keep going on their way. Like you could totally do it like that. Like maybe be in a tavern where Chris Pine is playing in the background, you know, and just have it meld together in a way that I think would really bring the world of Dungeons and Dragons to life in a way that I don't think it's been done successfully. Totally. I agree. I think uh, this this movie kind of reminded me a lot of um, it reminded me a lot of Galaxy Quest. Um, mm-hmm. I think this movie does for, you know, fantasy movies what Galaxy Quest did for Star Trek. Like it's it is very point. much a... It, it very it very much is a send up of those uh, of the of the game, and I think that and, and a fan of a fantasy movies in general. It's I think it's not just limited to Dungeons and Dragons because there's a lot of fantasy tropes in this that uh, that are um, present in other stuff too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I was gonna say, yeah. I, I you know, it is a send up, but like Galaxy Quest, it's also a love letter. Yes, it, you know it, I mean? it is a love it's letter. Simultaneously, it, yeah. It's, it's good because it loves the source material. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. It's like why the Pete Holmes Batman sketches are so good. It's because mm-hmm. he loves those movies. And that's mm-hmm. why they're so funny is because they lean into like the certain hardcore tropes that like are kind of unspoken that everybody knows that you're not supposed to break, you know? But totally. like this movie did it and and it's done because it's done out of love and because let's face it, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh and when it's being and when it's just like when it's not joking and when it's being just a an, an adventure movie, it's doing it well. Like it's so it's, good. It's, 
Yeah, it's so good. Um, I yeah, I I liked this movie a lot. I think Chris Chris Pine is bringing it in this movie. He does such um, a good job. Everyone in this movie, like everyone in this movie, is kind of bringing it. I, I I really liked it. Like everyone seemed to be invested in having a good time. Like no one felt like they didn't want to be there. Like it, every everyone knew well, exactly what movie they were in, which I yes, liked. Exactly. I was gonna say everybody um, knew, knew what movie they were in, and everyone was given something to do. Exactly. Exactly. So it's yep. like, you know, it, so how could you not have a good time being like, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, just acting version of <laughs> right. it. You know what I mean? Totally. We're, not, and we're also, just not rolling the dice. Yes. And also it it never really like made fun of of like the idea of loving that kind of stuff. Like it no. never was like, look how stupid all of this is. Yeah, it wasn't uh, like She-Hulk <laughs> would like openly mocked yeah. its audience and were like, you're yeah. stupid for liking this. It's like – yeah. <laughs> We are your no. paycheck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it very much was like, no, look how cool all of this is. And I, I, I yeah. respect that for it. Um, I loved uh, all of the um, – I, I really loved all of the, the shape-shifting stuff. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was great. I thought that was – and it was used in such clever ways. It wasn't just like – Let's have them shapeshift because it looks cool. It was like, let's figure right. out plot reasons for this person to need to change into different animals and stuff. And I thought all of that was great. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was so good, dude. I just Now you're saying I the loved... power of a druid, dude. Yeah. They make excellent thieves, by the way. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, I loved the the the, the sorcerer character, uh, Justice Smith's character. I thought mm-hmm. his arc was really good that he just needed to believe in himself. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's such a simple. That's such a simple um, uh, arc for a character to go on, especially one whose powers are magic in nature. Like I just thought that that was so good and, and relatable, and he, his performance is really good in it. Uh, yeah, I, I just loved it. I thought let's talk about the bad guy. What do you think of Hugh Grant in this? I thought that Hugh Grant did a great job as a charming bad guy. Like he definitely right. plays that. Like you just hate him. You're like, yes, I want you, you to die. Guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. And and he, as he's aged, his face has become more and more punchable. Which yes. Uh, oh yes, I love it that. is. Thank you. Yeah. There was a definite quality that I was like, what's different about Hugh Grant? I was like, oh, I want to hit him now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like he just looks like that smug asshole old man that you're like. That's just yeah. like, well, actually, you don't know because you are young. But like everything, it's like, okay. First of all, yeah. <laughs> just because he, I'm younger than you doesn't mean I'm young. Exactly. <laughs> and and I think that's a, what a perfect villain for a movie like this because that relates to every every age group. Like kids yeah. are gonna watch that and hate him because he's like their principal or like yep. some like yep. authority figure who thinks he knows better than you because he's older. But then adults deal with that too. Like everyone has a boss they hate. Everyone some has mid level you know I mean? managing boss <laughs> yeah. that you're just like, oh freaking Terrence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody has that person in their life where they're like, this guy he's a know it all, thinks he knows everything. Like he just he played that so perfectly. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Like his motivations well, it's were just clear like and fine. The fact that he's just parading around and is like, "Yep, I got away with it." And you're like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> I want you to get kicked in the nuts to the point of where it's like he he has believed his own shit for so long that yeah. like he's like, "No, I, he, even he sees his betrayal as like necessary." You know what I mean? Like, of course, oh, yeah. this is the way this is supposed to go. This is better for everyone. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> It's better for me, therefore it's better for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you care about anyone else? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why should I? I have all the money. <laughs> oh, 
so he's uh, like a lot of people in our government today. Hundred percent. He's. I mean, he's. You know, he's Elon Musk. <laughs> he is Elon Musk. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. He's Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, don't get me started. All right. Anyway, I yes, Tesla, Hugh Grant. So I know what's best for everyone. Oh, fuck! Don't get me started. Yeah. Okay, we're going back to Hugh Grant. A much more fun yeah, topic for everyone exactly. before I just lose my mind and everybody's like, "Wow, he's very unhinged about Elon Musk." Yeah. No. Um, he, uh, Hugh Grant's great in this. Um, he's awesome. It's nice like, to see him back in something, but like mm-hmm. also playing a, a character that's against his type, where he plays a 100%. villain. And it yeah. was fun. I, was, I wasn't sure how he was going to do, but he just turned on the old smarmy Hugh Grant charm, and I was like, oh, this works well both ways. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that British charm is a two-edged sword. <laughs> it's that smarmy, just like, oh, yeah, exactly. smothering, where you're just like, get <laughs> off quiet. me with your emotions. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, dude, I loved... Uh, uh, and shout out to uh, the director's um, they are John Francis Daly and who's the other guy? Jonathan Goldstein. I yes. think they, uh, the, the movie was handled in such a great way. Like there were some very conscious choices, I think, to make this as movie as like enjoyable to everyone as possible. Like something as simple as like making the, <laughs> the dragon that they fight, like a fat dragon. I oh, thought was, that's a very, very famous clever. dragon, by the way. Oh, is it? Okay. That's it. In the, it's, it, it's a huge, like part of this campaign, gotcha. you know, and okay. like, it's supposed to be just this fat dragon. <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, yeah, just, dude, I loved this movie. I thought it was just like, and and the thing about it too is like it doesn't, even though we're definitely getting a sequel, it doesn't go out of its way to like insist upon itself. Like, oh, we're you know, it, it's not clearly trying to set up a sequel. It's just being a movie. You know what I mean? It's and just that's telling what a I story. Think if they keep trying to just do that yes. and just keep to er- just keep earnestly trying to tell a good and fun story every time, because what they captured in this movie is the fun that you have playing the game. 100%. Like, dude, I pop jokes off all the time as my character, like <laughs> yeah. just reactionary stuff, like just to make people because everybody's like, oh, how's Drac gonna react? You know what I mean? And it's yes. like, but that's part of the fun is you as once you start to get to know each other and like play with each other if. Or if you play with a very honest and open group that's just willing to like just go wherever they want to go and do whatever, mm-hmm. like with the craziness, then you're gonna have a great time and like it's it's so much fun and they capture just sort of the joy and fun of this world that you get to be a part of and the wonderful yeah. oh shit moments like when the mimic chest came to life and like started like yeah. you know you know what I mean like I yeah. that got me I was just like oh yeah get in that chest get a sword girl get that I was like oh shit like. Mm-hmm. like because those things pop out of nowhere in the game, and that's part of the fun, you know? Yep. There was so much, I think, for a movie that could have very easily had a bunch of, like, rote, like, very samey action scenes, I feel like they went out of their way to, like, really come up with some clever sequences. Um, I loved the, like, the the goo, the, the, the goo, the goo cube. That sequence oh, was really great. Uh, the, um... <laughs> what is that called? It's so, the gelatinous, gelatinous cube. Yeah, I thought that was great. It eats I thought things. it was such a it clever just way. It consumes you. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was such a clever way for them to get out of it. Where you know she, uh, the the druid character, like just barely sticks the tip of her finger out, but that's enough for her to turn into a snake and like navigate through the hole where her human body used to be. I thought that was yep. just fantastic. Like it, it yeah. like. 
Yeah, man. And that's see, that's what I part of the see. fun. You know? That's part of the creativity. You get to do that kind of stuff, and that's how you break out in the game. You have the powers and the skill sets. It's all up to you to just figure mm-hmm. out the puzzle and how to like make it work. And that's what I loved is they showed the creativity of what it takes yeah. to play the game 100%. and like thinking outside of the box and like you know kind of <laughs> the box of your, gla- the box of gelatinous goo. The box of gelatinous <laughs> goo. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it but yeah great, it's, it's so good, and it's it's really showed the creativity of it, you know, like um, the creatures and everything like that. And, Dude, the portals, just, the portal sequence, yeah, with the, with the with, yeah, with, with the hither thither stick and the yep. the like the doing the portal on the carriage as it, as it like that, all that stuff was so cool. Yeah, man. it was so good, and that's the stuff that you use as you collect these things along these missions. Like yep. you have all this stuff at your disposal. Like towards the, like we're still. The campaign I'm on doesn't end until December, okay. so we have a ways to play. Yeah, but um, you know, the, it's like the, about the gear you get and how you use it. You know what I mean? Like, and using you know, and using it in a creative way. Like, mm-hmm. what what challenge has your DM set up for you, and how can you creatively overcome it using your skill set and your your powers and your um, you know your gear? Yeah. Like, and that's what they did, and they showed that, and in a way, it kind of shows what it takes to play the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I liked that. I thought it was very fun. Yeah, I, I also like, um, I liked the journey, and 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 this is like, uh, man, I really enjoyed this aspect of the storytelling. I really loved Chris Pine's arc that he goes on because um, mm-hmm. it's essentially a story about. I mean, at the root of his story, it's about grief and like learning to just let go, which is a theme we've seen in other movies. But I think uh, in a lot of fantasy movies or like fantasy adventure movies, it's a real common trope for like the 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 guy, <laughs> the main guy who our hero guy who like loves his wife or whatever. Like it's it's it usually hinges upon him bringing her back, and that's how the story ends. But I like that this was more about him learning that like. You sometimes it's best to just let go of things, or they can hold you back. I really love that the the fact that like he gets to use that that you know the the tablet of of what resurrection or whatever it's called, <laughs> yeah. uh, the one time use you know revive thing. He he chooses to use it uh, for Michelle Rodriguez, which I liked because it was like, look, Michelle Rodriguez is the daughter, or excuse me, is the mother figure that his daughter's only ever known. And so I think it, he had to learn that it's like, hey, it's not necessarily about what I want. Like, yeah, sure, he wants his wife back, but he he values uh, what would be best for his daughter and kind of learns that how to be a good dad and revise Michelle Rodriguez. I thought all that was great. Like, I thought it was a, a cool journey for him to go on and like a really believable um, arc for his character to experience. I thought yeah. That was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. And I like that, you know, like it had something to say. You know, that the movie also, yes. in, advent- in addition to being a fun journey and a romp and be like, look at this crazy world with all this magic and stuff, it also had something to say about grief and loss and, like, you know, moving on and, yeah. you know, choosing the better option. But it's, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I also I, like uh, that there wasn't a, there wasn't a romantic love interest or anything like that. I thought this no. movie was like, no, we don't, that's not what this movie is. And I like that. Was that was refreshing. You know what I mean? Yes, it was. I mean, very there was refreshing. a romantic interest between um, the sorcerer and the uh, the druid, 
but oh yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, there was a yeah. little bit of that, so but it wasn't like a, you gotta have a sprinkle of it. But like, right. it wasn't like in your face, and it wasn't the main point of the story, which I was very happy about because yes. I don't care about that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, and, and the sorcerer and truth- character wasn't like. Oh, head over heels, like befuddled the entire time, and yeah, how no. amazingly attractive this person is. Like it was just kind of like a layer to their their relationship, which I think right, is fine. Exactly. But it yeah, wasn't just totally. about that. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> where I feel like a lot of these movies become about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah where it's it was like very the refreshing. Roman- the romance in the story. It's yeah. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. we don't need. I feel like that's an old style notion, though, of it filmmaking, is. is that if it you is. need to have a story, then you need to have a romance in it. It's like, nah. Oh, dude, if this movie was made 10 years ago, like, Chris Pine would have uh, ended up falling in love with Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and like, then he would have been like, been he, been like he would have had a line where it's like, you're the real mother that she's ever yeah, known. You know yeah. what I mean? And she would have been like, oh, and given him a big hug, and they would have kissed. And then yeah. his daughter would have been like, I have parents again. And then it yeah. would have, you know, and it just like, yeah, it would have been bad. Yeah, I think this movie, uh, it's like... I will go back and rewatch this because it's just it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's breezy. It doesn't bog you down in anything. I love uh, I loved the sequence with the corpses. I liked that we went back and saw each person's demise. I thought that was very funny. That was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I w- it's funny because they they showed that when they're the the first corpse that they talked to they showed that sequence in the trailer and i was kind of bummed because i'm like oh that's so funny i like i i hope they didn't burn that whole gag in the trailer and they did not uh, <laughs> oh, no i know but that's why when you sent me that trailer and i was like oh you sent me that clip i was like uh-huh. oh cool Dungeons and dragons clip i had one laugh after the first question i was like nope and i turned it off i was like <laughs> yeah. i know i don't want to ruin this for myself yeah um yeah there was so much more to that gag than was in that that, that clip so I'm, good yeah, I I loved going back and seeing each person. Apparently, um, I learned this from listening to um, uh, uh, the Weekly Planet. Apparently, the, the some of those corpses were the members of Auntie Donna, the Australian sketch. Oh, were they? Uh, Troop. Yeah, I didn't oh, know. That's hilarious. But that uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. The, Did you, you notice the painting that guys. was Paul Shear? I did. I was. <laughs> it I is. Was it's like, Paul Shear. I was like, is that Paul Shear? <laughs> it is. It's Paul Shear. That's so funny. How did he end up in this? <laughs> That's so funny. Because I remember, yeah, when they were stealing the painting to like, I was like, that looks a lot like uh, Paul Shear. <laughs> it is Paul Shear. Which is very funny. It's so good. Um, I wonder how Bradley he ended Cooper's up in Bradley Cooper's cameo. And Bradley Cooper's cameo was very funny. Um, yeah, that was great. I wonder, I wonder, he must know, Paul Shear must know one of these guys, one of the directors or something. Oh, probably. Because I'm like, how did he... How did he? How did his face end up in this movie? <laughs> it's so good. That's so um, funny. The only quip I have about it that I will say made me a little bit frustrated mm-hmm. is that the fight with the big bad at the end didn't really feel like that much of a difficulty. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember that fight with the red oh, wizard bald with chick. The red, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like that. That part of it was. I think the whole red wizard stuff was probably the weakest part of the movie for me. Yeah, because um, they really should have focused more on that. Yeah, I think they could have had. I I think they could have had. Um, I liked the element of like the red red wizard lore that was in it. I didn't necessarily like how it played out with the with that the red red wizard tr- like chick like being sort of the puppet master. Yeah, um, it, it just felt like it. They didn't spend enough time really developing that. 
Um, and I know part of that was because, like, because she was talking to, like, her master or whatever, and we never saw that person, and I think they're saving that for a sequel. But, um, yeah, I, that, felt, that part felt underdeveloped to me. Yeah, I, the fight at the end, it was just like, this doesn't seem like it's that hard. Like, I feel like you should really be having to struggle doing this. Yeah. And we didn't and we didn't get that. So I was a little like I was confused. But you know, the rest everything was great. That's my only that's my only complaint of the entire film. Was that I would have liked to have seen more of a battle at the end, but whatever. Yeah. Totally. Um I, I agree. I think there could have been a different way to do that, but um yeah. Uh all in all, I thought the movie was fantastic. Um I thought it was yeah, thought it was truly great. Uh, I thought it could have it would maybe it could have been interesting if like somehow Hugh Grant like stole the Red Wizard's power and like mm. something like that that could have been interesting but uh, that would have been fun or if the Re- or if Hugh Grant's character actual character was dead and it was the old Red Wizard like parading around like as him mm-hmm. yeah that could have been that could have been really cool um, yeah I I thought it was great though I uh, yeah oh yeah, it was what- fun. Uh, I'm looking at uh, <laughs> uh, Paul Shear on Letterboxd uh, said that it's not him in the painting. <laughs> it, what? It's gotta be. He says, this is a really funny, big movie. The cast rules. It strikes this really perfect tone that I haven't seen done right ever. And he says, also, it's not me in the painting. <laughs> so I, who knows if it is. I'm sure, no. I'm sure uh, whoever... It may not officially be him, but I'm sure whoever painted that for this movie took Paul Shear's face as inspiration. Like had, they, they had, had to. It looks just no like him. Wait, it looks exactly like him. There's no way be. he they didn't. Uh, yeah, it, it has to be. Uh, every call, comment, I don't believe it. Every I'm comment, choosing to believe. <laughs> every comment under his review is like, dude, it's definitely you. <laughs> 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 it is though. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Yeah, it's it's you, Paul." Uh, it probably just is. It. He's probably just being cheeky. Yeah, um, probably. Well, it's Paul Shear, so yeah, he's being a cheeky little bastard. Yeah, a cheeky bastard. Yeah, no, that movie is really good. Um, I don't really have much else to say about it. I really enjoyed it, and I hope we get a sequel. It made me happy to go to the movies. Yes, I was. I was very glad. I I decided. Like, I haven't felt that in a while because most of the time I've been going to the movies lately. It's been for like established properties where I kind of know what yep. to expect. Mm-hmm. This was like a truly an unknown quantity, and and I haven't had that experience in a while. And just on the other side of it, feeling like, man, I'm really glad I watched that movie. Um, yeah, that was such too. a good feeling. Uh, it's a great feeling. Yeah, I walked out being like, wow, that was really fun, and yeah. I'm really happy that like. <laughs> I, I'm really glad I, I went and did that. I personally don't think it was like a 94, 95 or whatever. No. But like, I, yeah. but like it's up there. Like, y- Yes. I think it, it's – yeah, I get – so my, my thoughts with that because I feel similarly. My thoughts are like for, it, for me to really call something like an A-plus movie, it, it not only has to deliver on what it promises well, but it also has to exceed expectations in terms of like what it's trying to do. I think this movie delivered on what it was trying to do, but what it was trying to do wasn't necessarily like above and beyond what you would expect for a movie like this. They, right. they, they did what they were supposed to do well. 
You know what I mean? Like they yeah, delivered they executed it perfectly. The project well. Yes, but it wasn't like reaching for the stars. And I think in order no. for me to like really like call a movie amazing, it has to like try to do something different. And this movie didn't really. It, I mean, we've seen movies like this. It just delivered on all that stuff really, really well. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I loved it. Yeah. I, I would like great. to see their next movie feature a barbarian. That would be amazing. Yeah. Because the barbarians go into a rage mm-hmm. where like dead damage is halved. So like oh, to wow. watch it, oh yeah, it's or something like that. I haven't played yeah. a barbarian yet, yeah. but like for something like that, dude, it would be it, to watch a barbarian on screen. It'd be like watching what Wolverine's supposed to do, like mm. just this unhinged, like just murder machine. Yep, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing something like that for sure. Um, you got any more thoughts? Should we wrap nope. up? All right, all, yeah, I think we're done. Cool. All right, people can find you online. You can find me somewhere online. All right. You can find me at Asan the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular. Uh, Derek, thanks again for joining me, and we will see y'all next week. Mm-hmm.